Welcome to Profit Without Worry, episode number 82. Hey, are you looking for the Marketing Funnel Show? Well, you, my friend, are in the right place. We got a show makeover here, and so we're going to be talking about how marketing funnels and Profit Without Worry go hand in hand, and why you're going to want to stick around as we're just getting started in ways you can create Profit Without Worry for your own business. Hey there, I'm Michelle Evans, and this is the show where coaches, experts, and business owners like us get real about what it takes to create a profitable online business. I can tell you from experience that nonstop hustle plus random acts of marketing do not equal success. So how do we attract a steady flow of clients and sales without all the hustle? This is the Profit Without Worry podcast. Well, hello there, and welcome back to another great week. I am thrilled that you are here today because today is the day, my friend. I've been dying to share my Refocus podcast message with you. Yep, we've got a new look and a bigger, more inclusive focus around here. And yes, I'll still be talking about all things marketing funnels. But the truth is, is that, you know, marketing funnels by themselves are just things, right? We need a broader idea of profit without worry because spoiler alert, you cannot have profit without worry in your business without a marketing funnel. But there's a lot more to it than that and we're gonna use this podcast to dive into all the goodness around creating profit without worry in your own business. For me, profit without worry means that I can sleep at night because I trust my business to support me. I have systems in place. It means that I can go on field trips with my kids. It means I can take unexpected time off when I'm sick or when we have two long weeks of snow days in February, which never happens in Seattle, where my kids are climbing the walls and driving me nuts and I cannot work. It means I've got space to support my business, right? Profit Without Worry happens because I have systems in place that work 24 hours a day, seven days a week, so I don't have to worry, so I don't have to guess, so I don't have to hustle to get the results that I want. And once it's set up, I just let my marketing funnels run. Profit Without Worry means that I have a business, not a hobby, fueled by hope, fear, and a prayer. And I want that for you too. Let's take a step back in time because I'll be honest with you, over the last seven and a half years of running my business full time, I haven't always had profit without worry. In fact, for the majority of the time, I had little profit with a whole lot of worry. And looking back at my journey, I can see there were three phases I went through in my business. See if any of these sound familiar to you. Phase number one was my guesswork phase. I'm not gonna lie, I absolutely hated this phase of my business when I was in it. In the guesswork phase, I was trying to figure out what the heck my business was even really about. I was nervous to share my message. I hid behind my computer screen and I didn't feel like there was anything special or unique about what I had to offer. I also call this the sweaty palm stage because every day I'd have a pit in my stomach and nervous just nervous feelings about what I should do, what other people were doing, and how completely inadequate I felt compared with other people. 
which led to a lot of anxiety and second guessing of myself. I was guessing as to who I should be and what I should say, what I should do, where I should go, like all of it. I was guessing about what my message was. It would take me two to three hours each day just to come up with a single Facebook post. I'd spend forever trying to find the right image, say the right things, and it was overwhelming to say the least. And writing a blog post, forget it. I'd get one out every two to six weeks if I was lucky, and sometimes months would go by before I'd force myself to sit down and write. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know who I was talking to. I didn't even know what I was really trying to accomplish by checking the box, right? And my email list, yeah, I pretty much ignored them. I took a couple of classes in this phase, but they made me feel even more inadequate because they'd start off by asking me to create a customer avatar, which felt really, really, really hard because I wasn't grounded in anything. I didn't have a signature offer. I didn't have a a clear focus. I didn't have a clear message. Like I didn't really know who I wanted to attract and my results showed it. At this phase of my business, I was pretty much doing consulting and workshops for corporate clients and I had some uh, coaching clients as well, but I was trying to figure out how to take my years of experience and turn it into a real sustainable business with actual people I wanted to work with. And yes, this phase took a couple of painful years to work through. I needed an offer, I needed buyers, and I needed to prove to myself that I could do this. That was really the biggest piece. If you're stuck here, stick with me on this podcast. I'm going to share stories and insights about things I've done to get out of this stage because let's be honest, it sucks. It's awful. And there are things that you can do to get out of it a whole lot faster than I did. All right, phase number two is the hard work phase. The next phase I went through in my business was really the hard work phase, also known as the random acts of marketing, you know, hustle your buns off phase. I entered this phase after trying to launch an online program and having it flop, big time flop. Like I couldn't even give it away for to for free to people flop. Actually, I felt like I had only two choices at this phase. Either I would go back to the corporate world and I had gotten a great offer from Microsoft and it was really interesting, or I could ferociously commit to my business and do whatever it took to make my business work. Honestly, I decided to do whatever it took and I went all in on my business, but it wasn't an easy decision and it took me about eight weeks to really like come around to making it. In fact, I decided to put my money where my commitment was and I joined a 12-month mastermind program that was $30,000 because I reasoned to myself, what better way to commit than to get super successful a super successful mentor, right? So the person who led this mastermind is a seven plus figure a year coach. And um, she had a, you know, a really good sales pitch about the peers and the coaching that I'd get in this mastermind to hold me accountable. And, you know, she just said, are you going to do whatever it takes? Well, that was a major, very expensive lesson learned there. The truth was, uh, I love my peers in the mastermind. And in fact, I'm still connected with many, just about all of them today. 
That was a major benefit that came out of the mastermind. Many of those peers gave me tough feedback and challenged me to see my own value in a way that I never could have done on my own. But the coach who led the mastermind was a bad fit with me. She was and still is all about the hustle, hustle, hustle 24-7 to build your business. At the time, this person had zero children and had fully committed herself to her business for years. Like she lived and breathed her business. And when I say fully commit, I mean traveling like three and a half weeks a month, working around the clock, and paying to get paying 50, 60, $100,000 to get up on big stages and into events where she would sell from the stage and she would, you know, basically just use her big personality and persuasive skills to sell as much as she possibly could. And she wanted everyone to know her name and to see her as uber, uber successful. And that's the model she wanted all of us to follow because, you know, it worked for her. And look, hard work and hustle plus big investments to buy your way onto stages and events was her only advice to growing a business. And you know what? I tried that approach. I went to over 50 events in a nine-month period of time. Like, when I say hard work phase, that's hard work, especially when you got three kids and a lot of logistics to deal with. I got myself onto big stages, I got featured in events, and I had my own trade show booth and was feature- and was a featured speaker on, uh, you know, like podcasts and, I don't know, different events that were held online. And I got a lot of exposure with all this hard work and hustle, but the bottom line, you know what it did for my business? It cost me time with my family, it cost me a lot of money, it cost me my health and my sleep, And it didn't actually bring in any new business. I mean, thankfully, I had clients at this time because this was a very expensive and difficult period of time for me. Because all that activity, all those random acts of marketing, they weren't leading anyone anywhere. It was just about making a name for myself, not about serving and connecting with my audience. Because I was following my coach's methods or her, her her guidance. And I'm going to be honest, like if you put the two of us in a room, I'm not sure that we could be more opposite in terms of personality type. I am not a person who's going to get up on a big say, stage and sell a million dollars worth of stuff in 90 minutes, at least at this point. That's just not how I operate. It's not how I show up best in the world. It just doesn't work as well for me. So one day... Uh, About nine months into that mastermind, I woke up in a hotel room in the middle of the night with an absolute panic attack. Now, I don't know if you've ever had a panic attack, but they are... They are really overwhelming. I don't have them very often. In fact, I can only think of maybe three times when I had one. But that night when I woke up with a panic attack... I just, I was like, oh, this has to stop. The day before, or probably just hours before, I'd made my at least 1,000th sales call to someone that I'd met at one of these events. So my mentor had us go to these events, you know, sell from the stage, sell from our trade show booth, get as many business cards as we could, and just start calling people. 
And so I would call people from these events and I would be on the phone calling people for hours every day. And I met some, and I had had about my thousandth sales call uh, in that nine month period of time to, uh, with somebody that I'd met at one of those events and I'd gotten my at least 1,000th no. And it was really, I, I don't want to say depressing, but I was just like, like how many times do I have to have this? <laughs> how many times do I have to stub my toe over and over before I decide to like take a different path, right? People had no idea why they'd want to work with me. So I'd, I'd meet them at these events. They'd hear me up on the stage. They'd give me their business card. And by the time I got them on the phone after the event, like all that excitement had worn off and they had kind of forgotten who I was because I might have been one of, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 different speakers. And they were like, remind me again who you were. What is it that you do? Why would I want to work with you? And I felt really lost and confused after putting in so much effort to get out to all these events. I knew that I had to change what I was doing because all the events, all the travel, all the money, all the time that I was missing out with my kids and my husband, it was costing me my sleep, my health, and my happiness. And I asked myself a simple question, what's missing here? And that's when I entered the third phase in my business, which is where I am right now. And that's the framework phase. You see, it was at that point that I realized my business was built on only one thing, me. And I couldn't do it all by myself all the time. If I got sick, nothing happened in my business. If I got stuck in an airport, nothing happened in my business. If I couldn't attend an event, no new leads were generated for my business. If I couldn't make follow-up sales calls, nothing got sold for my business. If I couldn't convince someone to buy from me right away, I had nothing else to offer. So when I woke up with my panic attack in the middle of the night, I knew what was missing. I needed a framework that would work without me. Like I, I couldn't have every single aspect of my business fall on me. I needed a framework that would connect with my audience consistently and automatically, but not mechanically. Like I needed a way to create a system that still felt personal and like me. I needed a framework to attract the right people who would become buyers. And I needed a framework to help my new connections. So people who, you know, downloaded a freebie or met me at an event or whatever to help them understand what it was that I could actually do for them. And not in a salesy way, but in a way through storytelling and through example sharing and that kind of stuff. I needed a framework to help me understand what worked and what didn't work in my business so I could stop guessing and get focused and stop all the random acts of marketing that I was doing where I was just literally like a crazy person doing all the things. Every random act of marketing I was out there trying to do. It was at this aha moment that got me on the path to really turning around my business and removing the stress and increasing my profitability and getting the right kind of clients in front of me so that we could work together really well. When I got focused on a framework, which is a marketing funnel, I was able to take my marketing from this hustle, 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 24 hours a day, seven days a week with all these crazy random acts of marketing 
to profit without worry. In fact, within three weeks of rolling out my marketing funnel, I sold out all of my one-on-one client offerings to 12 new clients. Like I onboarded 12 new clients and I was like, whoa, Nellie, I can't take on anymore at this moment. Um, So I had a waiting list and I had great insights into what else I could offer my clients because people would ask me questions and say, well, you know, I don't want to work with you on this aspect, but do you ever think about any of these other things? So I had this great list of things that people actually wanted to buy from me. That is why I'm so passionate about marketing funnels. I want all coaches, all experts, all online business owners to have this framework for profit without worry. And for me, that marketing funnel framework became the foundation that supports any marketing effort that I do. So no more disconnected random acts of marketing. Now everything follows a system and a framework for success. By creating a marketing funnel framework, I am better able to serve my audience because I'm clear on the problem they have and my process to help them. I've created proven a proven path for myself to help clients get the results that they want and that helps them decide if I'm the person that they want to work with or not. Because, you know, not everybody who opts in immediately buys from me. Some of them are like, hey, this is great, but, you know, not right now, right? I share that story with you because A, it's true. Like, you know, I'm trying to be more and more transparent about my journey in this business because for a long time, like I I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that like this was easy for everybody, but the more people I work with, the more I realize that while my story may not be exactly your story, you probably have some aspects of the guesswork and the hard work, and hopefully you're moving towards a framework. And B, I talk with hundreds of people a year who are on a similar path, right? In fact, anyone I speak with who is frustrated that their marketing is not working, it is always because they don't have a marketing funnel framework that works as the profit engine behind what they want to offer. They're usually either stuck in the guesswork or the hard work phases of their business. And it's not until they sit down, get clear, and create a marketing funnel framework for their business that everything starts coming together. And it doesn't have to take forever and it doesn't have to be overly complicated. In fact, my first funnel was so, so simple. And pretty like like I didn't hire anybody to help me write I didn't help it hire any graphics people nothing I just did it with what I had uh, because I needed to make this work and so it can be really simple too so what about you do you have a deep desire to create a framework for your business that feels connected and personalized for your audience You know, that marketing funnel that attracts the right people? Are you looking for a system to take random acts of marketing and really help you turn them into a way to engage and attract your buying audience so that you're not out there just doing things? Then I'm going to invite you to hop on over to take the marketing funnel quiz. You can find it at michellelevans.com forward slash quiz, and I'll link to it from today's show notes at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 82. All right. As you were listening to this, did you think of someone who could use these insights about creating their first marketing funnel? If you can think of someone who could use this, 
Would you do both of us a big favor and share this episode with them? It's easy to do from whatever podcasting app you're listening to, or you can just share the URL for today's show at profitwithoutworry.com forward slash episode dash 82, and your friend can listen right there on their computer or phone. All right, have an amazing week, and I'll see you back here next week, same time, same place, on another great episode of Profit Without Worry. See you then.